0: All Wakey Aren't We? All Wakey Aren't We? Hi, everyone, and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We? I'm Cy Boyle, and this is my review of our match against Yorkshire Amateur. 13th of January, Yorkshire Amateur nil, Wakefield Five in front of a crowd of 176. And actually, I'll dwell on that for a second. Usually, we go straight onto the lineup. I'll come to that in a second. But the crowd of 176, the majority, the probably even more than three quarters, probably Wakefield fans. Fantastic away support uh, at this game. The club that we were visiting in Leeds tends to have crowds in double figures, doesn't even get into three figures a lot of the time, unfortunately, for them. And I did a bit of digging back to, to sort of see when they last had a crowd this size. It's the biggest they've had in attendance at that ground since January 2019, which is five years ago now, when they played Geisley, who were quite a high non-league team, in the West Riding County Cup quarterfinals. It's the largest league attendance they've had since the 5th of April 2012. So pretty much 12 years. Uh, They played Hemsworth on the penultimate match of the season uh, with that one. Lost in front of a crowd of 179. So it's their biggest crowd in a league game for nearly 12 years. And I think that's fantastic. So credit to all the fans that went yesterday. A fantastic support and it really helps the team um, and, and helps the club grow. As well, so it shows that we're not just, um, you know, bringing fans in at home. I think a lot of fans are coming to the home games, and especially now that they see we've got this run where eight out of nine games are away, they want the the you know the the football fix still. So they're going to the games and really enjoying them. Well, this one especially. So yeah, fantastic support. Let's keep it up. Onto your lineup then. Um, in goal, George Bristol. A back four, Aaron Pilkington, Jack Durkin, Jack Kearney, Callum Charlton. In midfield, Nathan Hawkhead, Jordan Helliwell. Up in attacking midfield, Mason Ruby, Jaden Sandu, Slater Barnes, and up front, Ben Gelder. Substitutes used, Cameron Barnett, Oli Rodriguez-Green, Alex King, and Joel Spence. So, I'm assuming you probably follow the social media to see what's been going on uh this past week. But if not, if you, this is your only source of getting the information. We have had a few changes. Um obviously there's will change in the lineup, but also some new names in there as well. Uh, the last seven days has been very busy. So we had three new signings come during the week and all played at some point yesterday. Alex King, Slater Barnes and Jordan Helliwell. And also returning to the squad, we had Callum Charlton, Nathan Hawkhead and Rodriguez Green. So it was a lot of change from what we'd had the previous week uh, when you look to include them. And I went through like a little list of of the players that missed out on the squad, um, let alone the starting 11. I mean, just as a quick note on that starting 11, Henry was down, Henry Kendrick was down for being in goal, um, but was injured in the warm up. So George came off the bench and and started rather than uh, being the sub goalkeeper but other players that weren't even in the squad yesterday as we're trying to um, rotate and improve our uh, form and get back to winning ways. And some key names in here that missed out, unfortunately. Danny Yule, Jake Morrison, Seb Losa, Eddie Busfield, Ben Holmes, Brad Green, Jimmy Morris, Owen Derrick, Oliver Clark, Callum Gladding. All of those have played at some point this season um, and wasn't in the squad yesterday. Uh, and of course, we've still got Billy mole, whose uh suspension is still running, and it was great to see him at the ground yesterday um had a quick chat and catch up with him and saw how he was doing and obviously he's really missing playing football and it must be uh, when, when it's something that you do week in week out I can't you know and has done for years. I can't imagine how difficult it must be being out for so long, and it's just it's just it's a shame that they decided to take the punishment as severe as they did, um, unfortunately. But, yeah, let's get him back before the end of the season and get him back in the side. Um, And then that's another dangerous play we've got uh, in our weaponry. So back to the game. Like I say, a lot of changes and plenty of uh, vocal support. And one of the things I was worried about before kick-off and what I said with, with Harrogate was with the changes we had there, I thought we we just didn't have the chemistry and we were, we were really lacking in cohesion and didn't have a plan B. From the get-go in this game, we were just at Yorkshire Amateur. Um, the new players wanting to make a difference um, and the players that had been there in the previous games where we'd only taken four points from 12, really wanting to show the type of football they're capable of. Um, and... Yeah, we were just on the attack all through uh, the first half. Even before we took the lead early, which was just after 10 minutes, we'd had early efforts for Slater Barnes and uh, Nathan Hawkhead, which had, had gone wide. And we eventually did take the lead, like I say, 11 minutes. Um, Jack Kearney, <laughs> another fantastic game from him, actually, with, with with some passing from the back. This one, he he played a... A pass out to Slater Barnes on the wing with the outside of his foot. Um beautifully curved. Slater took on his full back, got to the byline, and his low cross was converted by Ben Gelder. Um, but it was a very piercing attack, we'd got the ball at the back and just a quick counter. Um, which is something we hadn't done in a couple of the games, our our attacks had seemed to be a little bit slow, we weren't transitioning. Um, very quickly, but we certainly did in this game. And it was only four minutes later, um, when we scored the second. So quarter of an hour gone, it was two nil, and it was Ben Gelder again with the goal. Um, this time got some space, and had a very composed finishing at the top right corner. Um, managed to place it in there with quite a bit of power as well. Um, a superb finish. That's his fifth Wakefield goal, and he's really showing. What he can do up front now. thought he had an excellent game yesterday. and uh, There are numerous contenders for Man of the Match. Um, and he was definitely one of them. 25 minutes into the game. And there was a through ball. Which a defender was going for. Which he he slipped. So, While well, the centre back was on his arse. Mason Ruby skipped through. Clear one on one with the keeper. And slotted the ball past him. To make it 3-0. That's his 13th for the season, uh, and it was also his 98th game for Wakefield. So, only two away from being the first player to make that Magic 100. The first name, probably, in the Century Club. I say I say probably, um, because I don't want to jinx it like it seemed to have done with, with Billy Moll, who was on 49 goals when he was going to be the first one to get 50 goals for Wakefield, and has now sat on 49 goals waiting to get back in the side so uh should be the first player should mason to get to 98 games just over half an hour we made it 4-0 we got a free kick in front of goal but slightly to the left uh, a little bit a little way out nathan stepped up and belted the ball over the wall right into the top left corner and he it was going in clear as day And the keeper somehow got a hand to it and poured it away. As he did so, he only poured it straight back into the path of Slater Barnes, who slotted it back into the net for his first Wakefield goal. Um, But, yeah, it was a great free kick. And I don't know if it'll go down as an assist. I think it should do. But it it, it was very unlucky that the goalkeeper got there because it had pace, it had curl, and it was very, very accurate. Uh, and I'm very unlucky, really, for, uh, for Nathan not to get on the score sheet with that one. So we went in at half-time, totally in control, 4-0 up, and hoping to get a lot more goals in the second half. It looked like we would do, but we only, as I said, the score was 5-0, and only we only got one more. Um, and I think that's some of... we We tend to play a bit more controlled football when were leading, so I think I will not say we took our foot off the gas in the second half, but we were just a bit more in control rather than pushing for, for more goals all the time. And when we did push for goals, the keeper was just pulling off some fantastic saves at times and little bits of poor officiating, which I'll come to in a second. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't a great second half compared to the first, but it was still a very good second half, if that makes sense. Uh, we switched two players at half-time. Joel Spence came on for Nathan Hawkehead because obviously Nathan's just coming back from injury, and perhaps that was a a protective move because we were 4 0 up at that stage. So he slotted into the the role of protecting the back four. And Cameron came on, Cameron Barnett came on for Jaden, who I think in that first half had been kicked more than the ball. so he was like every chance seemed to be just nibbling and kicking and fouling him unfortunately. Um and that that passed when when Ollie came on later, that passed on to him as well. Um but that's football, isn't it? I suppose it's sometimes. In the second half, um we took the lead through not took the lead, sorry. We already We took the last goal through Slater-Barnes, he'd already just had a great effort, saved on 59 minutes and scored a minute later Um, Mason Ruby had cut in from the right-hand side and his shot took a wicked deflection and as the ball looped up, the keeper was out of place and uh, Slater-Barnes nodded into the net for his second goal and two goals and an assist on a debut, probably the in, in terms of that and the performance, the best debut I've seen. I think Jaden's debut at Dronfield last season was, was excellent when he scored. Um, but I don't think I've seen someone get two goals and an assist on a debut before. So he got my nod for Man of the Match. And I think he might get it on the uh, the Facebook fan group poll. Um, a great introduction to the side. Because you, th- you think, how often is it when we've not had Ollie for example, on the left... And we've still been as successful, and I think we even said in that in that first half, um, we'd had that much play throughout the whole team and 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 creating chances um, that we didn't really have any standout um, man of the match. I think at that point, after that though, we kind of, like I say, lost the momentum a little bit. Uh, Ollie came on to try and spice things up. Alex King also made his debut. Um, and Ollie was probably unlucky not to get on the score sheet. He brought a fine save from the keeper uh, on 83 minutes after some great work from Aaron, and then another chance just before the end, the end. and um, I missed these sort of two parts, but heard sort of from explanations of what happens. There was one part where um, a Yorkshire amateur player apparently tried to throw a punch at Oli, but just missed. Uh, But it was also missed by the officials, which they didn't have a great game, to be fair. Um, and th- this was after one of the, earlier in the f- second half, one of the Yorkshire Amateur players had tried to square up to uh, one of our fans for not liking something that was said after um a tackle, a foul. I think he'd, he'd, he'd had a clash with someone and got a bloodied nose. And he he wasn't like full on eric Cantoner coming into the crowd and doing a kung fu kick, but players can't go scope up to fans and try and, like the completely the game was still going on he completely turned his back to the game and trying to have an argument with uh, with the fans and it's yeah not good to see um but he 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 was then subbed straight off and was man enough you know was was grown up you know man enough i suppose Maybe don't make that to sound patronising, but he apologised afterwards, shook hands and and you know said sorry for for, for his reaction, um, which which was good to see. But that and the fact that you know someone tried to throw a punch at Ollie and what have you, it just it's not the sort of thing we need really. Um, in a game like that where the score was already kind of gone for a team, if it's one one and you're really battling for stuff, you can understand tempers boiling over. But when the result's pretty much done like what, what's, what's the point really um and then there was another incident just before the end when the when the, again the uh, the linesman and referee didn't get what it was told was the right choice uh, and that was when Ollie had a goal rolled ruled out for offside which shouldn't have been um and the, the notes on commentary I got from from John on this one as a credit Ollie had the ball in the right cut into the penalty area. Tried to take on two players, beat one, and the other one looked to foul him. Um, But rather than go down with that foul, he stayed on his feet, blasted it at the keeper, sort of high at the near post, who caught it, then dropped it over the line. So, great, goal. But no, um, as the description then goes, then Dickhead Lino flagged it for offside. And that pretty much sums up... um, the officiating at this game, to be honest with you, the amount of challenges, like I said before, K- Jaden getting kicked to, from to pillar to post in that first half, um, and he when he did pull out, a, when he did blow his whistle, didn't pull out a card. Um, a lot of stuff really went that shouldn't have done. Um, so hopefully we won't have that referee in his team uh, in future. But overall, speaking of teams, it was a great team performance. Um, I know we've highlighted a few players in there who had standout performances, but from, fr- from back to front, we were absolutely brilliant. George coming in late for um, Henna's keeping a clean sheet, spot on. Full-back, superb. Um, solid defending and supporting the attacks. Pocket jacks were both fantastic as usual. Um, I mentioned Kearney's outside foot pass to Slater on the left wing in the first half. There was another one on, on, in the second where he pirouetted and volleyed the ball out to the to the uh, to the to the left wing, and it looked like it was going to drift out or you know for a throw in or something, but that ball was then brought down and managed to get controlled and played forward for an attack. And if a goal had come from that, um, it would probably one that we'd been playing for a long time. Um, so yeah, his range of passing was absolutely on point uh, in this one. We were really solid in the middle, Nathan and then Joel sort of protecting the back line, fantastic. Nathan, unlucky, as I said, not to get on the score sheet with that free kick. Um, Jordan Helliwell, really solid performance for, for, for his debut, um, always in the right place at the right time, not giving the ball away. Um, the wingers, like I said, not even I can't, I can't think of a better debut that I've, that I've seen from somebody, in terms, especially in terms of stats. Slater on the left, Mason on the right continues to deliver um, so consistent this season and two goals from your, your main striker we Ben. what more could you want from, from a team than what we had um, in this one apart from maybe a couple more of them to have gone in when the goalkeeper pulled off some saves or a little bit better officiating um, but from what the lads did absolutely no complaints and we needed that, not just To get the three points on the board not just to have the good start for the new guys coming in but to get that confidence back and try and get some momentum going now with these games we've got on the road because we have dropped too many points over that christmas period um i don't think the title's gone i think we know we can still do that and playoffs are definitely possible but we need to get another run together like we had towards the back end of 2023 the win puts us back up to second, ahead of Shirebrook now, because Shirebrook drew their game. Uh, and the other team at the top who didn't pull off a win was Retford United. Um, they suffered a defeat, but all the other top seven teams won. So uh, this is what I said before. It's like, it's okay. I know we might have dropped off top spot on this teams that have up games in hand, but they will drop points. Um, Parkgate, who were a top, they weren't one of them yesterday. So they're still top and have... Games in hand, but a lot of the top sides have still got to play each other, so there's a long way to go yet. Our runs, our run coming up, we have four consecutive away games still to deal with. Um, we've got Retford FC next Saturday, then Clare Cross, then in the midweek, we've got Tadcaster Albion in the West Riding County Cup quarterfinal, and then Glass Outen the Saturday after that so those are the next four games all away from home so if you are missing your Wakefield fix from not having any at the uh, the Be Will support stadium also known as Bellevue then there's away games for you to get to and if you can you know if you're struggling to get there we've got the Facebook fan group where you can let people know and People will offer lifts and, and do ride shares and all that sort of stuff to get people to games. And let's keep this away support growing because it was fantastic to see so many people there yesterday. really was. Anyway, I think I've waffled on for long enough now for you. So thank you once again. Do give us a follow either on Facebook or on X at All AllWakey, aren't we? And we'll have another episode for you uh, next week with another match review. Thank you for listening. I'm Cy Boyle, and we are all wiki, aren't we?